The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. One day, as Jesus was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law, who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, were sitting there, and the power of the Lord was with him for healing. And some men brought on a stretcher a man who was paralyzed. They were trying to bring him in and set him in his presence. But not finding a way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on the stretcher through the tiles into the middle in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, As for you, your sins are forgiven. Then the scribes and Pharisees began to ask themselves, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them in reply, What are you thinking in your hearts? Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or to say rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the one who is paralyzed, I say to you, rise, pick up your stretcher, and go home. He stood up immediately before them, picked up what he had been lying on, and went home glorifying God. Then astonishment seized them all, and they glorified God. And struck with awe, they said, We have seen incredible things today. The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, I just, I, I want to be in one of those scenes, you know? I want to be in, like, uh, get, you get, to the, get to the end of whatever it is that's playing out in front of you, and you go, we have seen incredible things today, you know? It's like... I, 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 okay, fine. Okay, good. Yeah, sorry. Lose my head there. Yeah. Um, beautiful uh, gospel passage. And so important for us. I mean, it, it could hit us really at any point uh, of, our, of our life, our, our journey with Christ, um, our, our life on, on mission with Him, uh, you know, our life of faith, whatever, however it is, just our life, right? We can find ourselves in this, um, in this picture somewhere, for sure. Um, the uh, the the my encouragement to you would be to not find yourself for too long with the with the Pharisees. You know what I mean? Like, don't uh, don't spend uh, too much time with the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. You know, if that's where you find yourself, it'd be better to be on the on the mat, paralyzed. Okay, so move from one to the other. Allow someone to carry you to to Jesus, rather than sit off to the side and think. Mm better that he not be doing these things, you know? So that's a challenge. I mean, it's interesting. It's, it's, a, it's a great little passage. Used, used in apologetics uh, for, um, you know, the idea that Jesus is claiming to be God, right? Why? You picked up on it, right? Why? Why is, why is this Jesus claiming to be God? Yeah, the forgiveness of sins. Suzanne had it back there for you, so, I, you know, I heard it. Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. She's, she's got the notes back there, you know? Um, yeah, the, the forgiveness of sins. And I would say there's, there's a yes and a no there. It's, um, Luke is, is not really ad- advancing the Jesus is God bit right here, although he's quite clear that when people come in contact with, with Jesus, they're coming in contact with, with the living God, right? It's, that's clear. Um, there's, there's a bun- there's a, it's, it's a little more complex. It perhaps has the same outcome, but the... Uh, the reason why the scribes and sorry, the, yes, the the, the uh, scholars of the law and and the Pharisees are questioning Jesus about the forgiveness of sins and why they why they consider it blasphemy is because he's undermining their power. Yeah, so there is there is forgiveness of sins in Judaism. It just happens through the temple, 
Yeah, that's how it's affected. Yeah, so then you can imagine. Yeah, I mean, uh, similar to the way we saw John the Baptist yesterday. I mean, if if he wanted to take a tariff from people as they came to him, he he could have, right? And and if you if you have possession, you you have control over, you know, the holy of holies essentially, right? You have you have control over the temple and its activity, then you can use that for your advantage. And uh, and the Pharisees and and the the scholars of the law uh, certainly did. At least that's Jesus' contention. I feel pretty comfortable, you know, being on his side of, of the argument there, is to say they're using it for their own purposes. And so there's this, there's this uh, the sense of power against power, right, is already growing in the early stages of, of Luke's gospel here, the, the fifth chapter. Um, and, uh, and, we'll, and we'll see uh, certainly what that means. We always see what that means as we'll work our way through the gospel, but uh, also as we work our, th- our way through, uh, through Advent. So, you know, where, where, are the, where are the particular Advent themes here? Of course, Jesus's, Jesus's authority, right, his, his power. And, uh, you know, we look at uh, his, his um, say, the, how he gives voice uh, to what he's doing when he says, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. I say to you, rise, pick up your stretcher, and go home. This figure that the Son of Man is, um, is, a, is, uh, is a character who, who brings God's justice. Yeah, so we have, uh, and we could check it out in, in, the, in the book of uh, Daniel, uh, but that, that's the sense of, of things that you get there is that he, he is enacting, living, I say, living by the authority of God, or, or he has the, the, the power of, say, the authority of God, um, uh, at, say, at his disposal, and, uh, and it's his to, uh, to put the world to rights. Yeah, it's, it's, his, to, it's his to judge justly. So what, what you see here is you know, the, the, um, the, act, the action, the activity of, of God to put his world to rights. Uh, what does it what does it look like? It's this really like marginal scene, right? I mean, it's it's a pretty obscure scene. It's a bunch of friends carrying their one friend on a stretcher, you know, putting putting him in front of Jesus, and Jesus is is forgiving his sins, and then he's giving him say new life by the fact that he is to rise. Yeah, he's got to get up. And he's got to get on, get on with it, right? Like you got to get it, get up, pick it up, and go, right? So that's, it's a quite brisk scene in that sense. But this is this is how God is putting His world to rights. God is putting His world to rights by by curing a, a paralytic. Is that is that really it? Is that we should be rejoicing in the fact that this is how God goes about His business, right? Because we're we're all paralytics in one way or another. Right, especially as it relates to the things of God and the mission that he's entrusting to us. We, kn- we know that we, we have nothing besides what he gives. What power do we have to do what, what we've been called to do? Even just, the, even just trusting and following Jesus, right? which actually is the totality of our entire life. right? But what, what about trusting and following Jesus? Can we, can we do that of our own strength? Right? No, it's ours to cooperate Right, we we we're simply saying yes, and even the even the the grace, the strength to say yes comes from Him. Yeah, but we're cooperating with Him. We have, and which means that again, we have to we have to live, uh, say, totally centered on Jesus, because He is the um, the animating principle of of our life. 
Right? If, we, if we don't have Jesus, we're not animated for God's purposes. Right? So here, the figure of Jesus as, as the coming king, right, as, as God's coming Messiah, we embrace as the one who is putting the world to rights. And we recognize then that the putting of the world to rights begins by you know, our receiving the call of Christ Jesus. Yeah? And sometimes we say it, it all happens, it all unfolds by faith. Right? Because it's the faith of the friends that causes Jesus to say your sins are forgiven. And it's it's going to be faith in some form or fashion that has us attach ourselves to Jesus, right? To cling to him, to go to, to, to make the, that, um, as we receive the gift of his own blessed life, as we're, as we're nourished and sustained by his own body and blood, we're, we're returning that gift person for person, right? Heart for heart. Yeah, and we're, we're clinging to him as he then is, is renewing us so that we can be about the work of restoration in his, in his world and, and for his world. He's, he's revitalizing us, giving us new life so that as you can see, you know, the reaction, the way the passage is, is ending, you know, the paralytic picks up his mat. He's going home glorifying God. Yeah, and the, and the crowd, astonished, glorify God and struck with all they said. We have seen incredible things today. That's exactly right. It's ours be, when we are, say, say, want to say captured, right? <laughs> when we are taken by, by Christ uh, and when we, yeah, when we find ourselves um, called, called by him and, and cooperating with him to come into his presence, to entrust ourselves to him, we find that we are capable of the most important human act there is which is the glorification of God. Yeah, and, and as we pour ourselves out to God in praise, we're also then made ready to be agents of his coming, saving rule. He's putting us to rights so we can be about the work of putting the entire world to rights.